We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 18th, 2015. Next report, women, Christian woman survives after screaming um, Jesus, the word Jesus, as Muslim terrorists stabbed her repeatedly. Uh, an elderly Christian woman who was stabbed multiple times during a terrorist attack on a bus in Jerusalem. Okay, so this is in Jerusalem this is happening. Uh, that left two people dead and at least 16 others injured. Okay. Uh, but, but again, we can't utter anything against Islam because it is a religion of wonderfulness and peace and goodness. Uh, and this is just one of the many attacks that, that just happened that one day. One of the many atrocities just that happened this one day. Um, and uh, it killed two people, left 16 injured. She says she's convinced she is alive today because she called on Jesus as her attacker plunged his blade into her body. Uh, according to One for Israel report, two terrorists boarded the number 78 bus in the East Talapaya uh, neighborhood in Jerusalem, one armed with a knife and the other with a gun. They then began shooting and stabbing the passengers, including the elderly woman identified as uh, Meriki Veldman, and again, if there were if there was just one other person on that bus that had had a uh, a gun in particular, they could have stopped this, you know. But obviously there wasn't, or if there was, they didn't use it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Veldman, who was originally from the Netherlands, and this is how firearms can be used to prevent evil from happening. Okay, you have a gun-free zone. You're advertising to the criminals: come here, kill the children, kill. All the people here, because they're they're guaranteed they're not going to be armed, so it's easy pickings for you, Mr. Mass Murderer. Okay, this is what happens. So, um, Veldman, who was originally from the Netherlands but has lived in Israel for many years, said that the terrorist who boarded the bus, one of them sat in front of her until things quickly turned ugly. They began to cry, Allah Akubar, the man in front of me, began with a knife stabbing with a knife stabbing into me the other man started shooting people screamed very loudly it was awful i constantly cried in dutch lord jesus lord jesus uh help me um help me and then when she did this she said her attacker ran away to the back of the bus okay that doesn't surprise me she called upon the name of jesus and um uh, the devils that were possessing this um, wonderful Muslim didn't want to hear that. Um, and he left her. He, he ran to the back of the bus at that point. Mueller explained that Veldman, who is a nurse, is certain her cries to the Lord saved her life. Oh, amen. She is now recovering from a collapsed lung in the wound she suffered to her shoulder. Um, and evidently this lady... Um, that did this is a very nice person she has cared for many poor and disadvantaged palestinians and arid israeli children during her time in israel and say said christians have been rallying around her she's evidently a very um awesome christian lady um next report obama says christians threaten america not islam okay so in, in light of all the stuff that we've just said obama basically is saying that Christians are the ones that threaten America, not Islam, because obviously Islam is above reproach. Uh, if you have ever wondered whether President Obama has an abiding hostility and hatred 
um, to people of the Christian faith, well then wonder no more. He believes we are a threat to national security. If you are a um, sincerely devoted follower of Jesus Christ, your president believes you are a potential domestic terrorist, and I do not exaggerate. In a gathering at George Washington University this week, uh, Obama's assistant attorney general for the national security, John Carlin, revealed uh, that the Justice Department is creating a brand new position just to monitor us. The position, um, which is called Domestic Terrorism Council, will be created to combat the, quote, real and present threat of domestic terrorism, which obviously is not Islam, you know. And where, pray tell, does that threat come from, according to them? From the Muslim Brotherhood, which has a stated goal of exterminating Western civilization and sabotaging our miserable our, our miserable house from within, no, not them. From ISIS, which is actively recruiting jihadists in all 50 states, no, not them. Um, from the jihadists who are sneaking into the United States disguised as Syrian refugees, no, not them either. No, the real threat to our national, national security, according to our president and his minions, is coming from the Family Research Council and the American Family Association. Okay, now these are, these are organizations that aren't even, you know, by a lot of christian standards it wouldn't be hardcore christianity you know what i mean i mean these are these are 501c3 organizations okay they're, they're not they don't even take that you know radical of a stance and they're they're saying that they're the ones that are the national threat to national security carlin lauded the work of the thoroughly discredited southern poverty law center which is so blatantly and maliciously biased against christians that other parts of the obama administration uh the fbi the pentagon the u.s army are getting as far away from the southern poverty law centers they can but the folks at splc are still um useful to the doj department of justice which is desperate to paint conservative christians as a greater threat to our domestic tranquility and security than people who are determined to decapitate us in the name of Allah. According to Carlin, the SPLC does the noble work of examining what the threat is, observing it, and reporting on it, and claim that its work is very important. The SPLC, mind you, is the group whose hate group map was used by the domestic terrorist Floyd Cor Corkins to identify the Family Research Council as a target for massacre. Only the bravery of an unarmed security guard prevented what could have been one of the worst mass shootings in U.S. history. And again, you know, somebody that was, even in this case, unarmed a security guard, prevented this mass shooting from happening. Um, uh, in other words, he was standing up for righteousness. He was doing the righteous thing, you know, by doing that. In other words, if anybody's the hate group here, it's the SPLC, of course. Heidi... Barrick, the SPLC's intelligence project director, teamed with Carlin to demonize pro-family groups. She told the reporter that the SPLC classifies groups as hate groups on a basis of theology. So in other words, the SPL, SPLC will vilify groups because of what they believe, not because of what they do or what they have done or demonstrated in the past, even though they have never shown any kind of propensity toward violence. That None of that matters. If they don't like your theology, then you are a domestic terrorist hate group. Even though you might not have ever done anything to anybody. On the other hand, Islam, which commits atrocities every single day, all over the planet, they're 
they're above reproach. They're obviously they they are um, nobody that we could even look at twice because they're 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 puritanical and wonderful. Um, and then she flatly admits we post groups on the basis of theology, not whether they're violent or not. <laughs> you know. Then she identified two groups: Family Research Council and American Family Association. She said what they're putting out is anti-gay material. So gay people are potentially classified as pedophiles or molesters or whatever the case may be. And that's why they're on the list. And that's the direct analogy. She acknowledges that theirs is a purely subjective standard. Meaning it's their opinion. It's their satanic, demon-possessed, hell-bound, satanic opinion. That's the only thing that matters. She says it's our opinion that it's hateful. And that's basically it end of quote <laughs> yeah well, you'll you'll eat those words in hell lady that's all i can tell you you'll pay for them in hell the plain truth is that we at frc and afa family research council american family association don't hate a living soul we love homosexuals enough to tell them the truth about the physical and spiritual dangers of the homosexual lifestyle we want something better for them than the darkness and the disease associated with the homosexual behavior we want them to come out of this darkness into the light of the gospel of jesus christ we are for the home of sexual um, and so we must be against the normalization and the promotion of homosexuality i wouldn't say i'm for the homosexual okay i wouldn't be for them but i'm for them coming out of that lifestyle coming out of that darkness and getting saved absolutely 100 percent. couldn't agree more you know but again it's like you know, the truth has perished in the streets, as the Bible says. Um, justice is far from us, as it talks about in Isaiah. And the truth is perished in the streets. Um, note that the SPLC is no longer accusing FRC or AFA of hate or violence based on some objective standard, meaning a standard that could you could observe, that could be objectified. Something you could prove, because there, there is no way to prove that, obviously. They simply have made a purely subjective assessment that our beliefs about human sexuality and our defense of natural marriage are so offensive to them that we must become the target of unlimited resources of the federal government. That's the bold, brave new world we're going into. If it's evil, it is good. If it is good, it is evil. And the Bible says, Woe to them that call evil good and good evil and and this is is the absolute norm now this is the absolute norm in every facet of our lives this is with this is what they're they're pushing for next report obama administration and the un announced global police force to fight extremism in the u.s attorney general loretta lynch announced at the united nations that her office would be working in several american cities to form what she called the strong cities network we talked about this some last week but this is appropriate to bring it up today as well uh, this is a law enforcement initiative that would encompass the globe this amounts to nothing less than the overriding of american laws up to and including the united states constitution in favor of the united nations laws that would henceforth be implemented in the united states itself without any consultation of congress at all so this unfortunately is where it looks like we're heading uh, i have tried to fight tooth and nail against this for 
many many years and and um but you know the bible does predict we're gonna have an antichrist we're gonna have a false prophet we're gonna have a tribulation you know evil men and seducers are gonna wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived in in um you know this is where we're heading unfortunately jesus christ is still on the throne ever seated next to god the father almighty ever making intercession for the saints that's our hope it's not in this world the united nations is a sharia compliant world body and obama speaking there just days ago insisted that violent extremism is not exclusive to islam which obviously it is pretty much if you look at what's going on in the world um not to say they're the only ones that can commit evil but they're the ones committing the vast majority of the atrocities obama's defining redefining jihad terror to include everyone but jihadists of course he is so will the un driven largely by the sharia enforcing or uh organization of the islamic cooperation or the oic and the pro-islamic post-american president obama uh, will use a global police force to crush will okay and the post-islamic post-american president um will he use a global uh, police force to crush counter jihad forces yeah, well obviously yes after all with the obama unknowingly aiding isis and al-qaeda forces in syria which we've just covered all that how likely is it that he will use his global police force against actual islamic jihadists obviously there's a zero zero percent chance of that happening i suspect that instead this global police force will be used to impose the blasphemy laws under the sharia islamic law and to silence all criticism of islam which is what's going on already in germany and in in huge swaths of europe you can't say anything against islam the police are not and i just there was another report in there a 35 minute video on how in germany there the the media is totally not reporting all of the mass rapes going on there now that we just got into a little bit in the last segment they're not reporting on them they're sweeping it all under the rug they're not reporting on it they're only you know you can't say anything against them so this is where we're heading in america if 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 there's not enough pushback if there's not enough prayer and pushback against this this is where we're heading um so he says i um i suspect that instead the global police force will be used to impose the blasphemy laws under the sharia and to silence all criticism of islam for the president who proclaimed that quote this is what obama said the future must not belong to those who slander the prophet of islam end of quote that's what obama said okay obama was raised a muslim he is a muslim i'm not saying he's a strict practicing muslim but he is muslim through and through okay obviously he is all you have to do is look at his actions um this ends by saying contact your representative now exhort them to a uh, oppose uh this scn now exhort them to keep america free while it still is and um this scn is the strong cities network which is what we're we're moving into unfortunately okay and moving on the uh next report is entitled scientists claim they can change a christian's belief in god with magnets a bizarre experiment with magnets claims to be able to make Christians no longer believe in God and make Britons open their arms to migrants in experiments some may find a threat to their values. Some may find? <clears throat> I mean, 
it's, it's, it sounds to me like a lobotomy almost. Scientists look at how the brain resolves abstract ideological problems using a technique called transcranial magnetic stimulation. And they show a picture of a guy receiving this, quote, therapy uh, in the PDF here. Researchers have safely shut down certain groups of neurons in the brains of volunteers. Okay, so this is also known as TMS, transmagnetic stimulation. TMS, which is used to treat depression, involves placing a large electromagnetic coil against the scalp, which creates electric currents that stimulate nerve cells in the region of the brain <clears throat> involved in mood control. Researchers found the technique radically altered religious perceptions and prejudice. Belief in God was reduced by almost a third from one session of this? I don't believe in God anymore? You go in believing in God and then you come out and not believing in God? 33%? While participants became 28.5% less bothered by immigration numbers. And again, what were we just talking about? The Muslim invading hordes. So see, they've got to make us who they would term the sheeple people, more compliant so that we don't have any outrage over all of the atrocities we see around us being committed all the time. So they're chemtrailing us, putting in the, you know, the aluminum and the barium and all the garbage there and, and, and the, the uh, nanotech that's probably in chemtrails. They're putting the fluoride in the water, which controls, uh, burns out the lower brain lobes, which could, controls your will to resist. Um... All of these things they're doing, they're mass medicating the people. They're, they're doing it also through the food supply, through the air supply, the water, all of these different ways that they're, that they're creating this, this dumbed-down, docile, easily controlled group of what they would term as sheeple people. But now they found even another way to do it. And then also you have the vaccines. Okay, And then we even had talked before about that, that those, the... Um, the tape on the fun vax where it 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 knocked out that vmat2 gene in the brain which which had to do with with um you know religious perception of god you know these things exist and this is why i guess i'm so against the the medical what, what they're doing you have to be so careful when you 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 get into um what you're allowing them to potentially do to your body with vaccinations, with medications, with surgical procedures, how there's a lot of people now that are finding they've been implanted when they've went in for normal surgical procedures. They've already been neural implanted. Um, they have microchips put in them. I mean, there's all kind of stuff that they're doing. And if you were Satan and you controlled the medical profession, which is very much the case, well, wouldn't that be what you would do? And you would do it all covertly and you'd do it all stealthily and you'd be destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible says my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge and that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. Well, this is one of Satan's devices and all of the other things I've mentioned in other teachings than just now are Satan's devices. We're living in the most deceptive time the world's ever known. Um, Jesus Christ even said regarding this time, pray that you're not deceived and also pray that you're counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the son of man. You know, so, um, 
yeah, I mean, when, when you have these people raping and pillaging their way through Europe now, and if you had, if you could take, take, like, let's say you knew about a whole group of people that were really, really against all the immigration stuff going on. They, they had half a brain in their head and they were opposing it because they saw it for the wickedness that it was. And you say, hey, you know, um, uh, target them and somehow do this on them. Them thinking that, hey, this is just a whatever. And now 28.5% of them that were once opposed to this mass immigration, now all of a sudden they don't care. They're apathetic. No big deal. In fact, they don't believe in God anymore either. All the better. So now Satan accomplishes two, two goals. He gets them to go to hell for eternity. Because it's kind of hard to get saved if you don't even believe in God. And uh, let the migrant Muslim hordes come in and rape, steal, kill, and pillage. Because you don't care anymore. That's what the goal is here. The scientists targeted the posterior medial frontal cortex. Um, <clears throat> uh, a brain region a few inches up from the forehead that is associated with detecting and responding to problems. Volunteers were asked to rate their belief in God, heaven, the devil, and hell after undergoing pre-screening to ensure that they held religious convictions. The main doctor in charge, Dr. Izuma, said, quote, we decided to remind people of death because previous research has shown that people turn to, re to religion for comfort in the face of death. As expected, we found that the experiment that we experimentally turned down the posterior medial frontal cortex, people were less inclined to reach for comforting religious ideas despite having been reminded of death. So they don't even care about, you know, what's after death anymore. That's how much this thing is front. And it's almost like, you know, it's like a uh, real, uh, like an alternate form of getting a lobotomy. Except now they're not using ice picks like they used to back then. Now they can do it with, with high-powered magnets. The American participants were also shown two essays written by newly arrived immigrants, Muslim invading hordes, one highly complimentary of the U.S. and the other extremely critical. Dr. Zuma said, quote, when we disrupted the brain region that usually helps detect and respond to threats, we saw a less, in other words, when they, when they disrupted it with this magnet, this magnetic therapy, um, we saw less negative, less ideologically motivated reactions to the critical author and his opinions. In other words, they didn't care anymore about the Muslims coming in and invading. They didn't care. So again, this is why they're trying to turn us all into these transhuman Homo sapiens 2.0 where we'll all be neurally implanted. They're going to take the smartphones and, the, and guarantee you're, you're, you're going to have iPhone, whatever, six, seven, eight, nine, going to go. And then at some point, you know what it's going to be? Get the real iPhone. Get the neural implant where it's literally going to be like in your brain. You're literally going to see it in front of you, in your eye. That's the real iPhone upgrade. You know, you don't got to worry about charging the thing anymore. You don't got to worry about losing or damaging your phone. You got to worry about the insurance on the phone anymore. You got to worry about dropping it or leaving it behind. It's going to be part of you. You're going to be a cyborg. That's where it's heading. And as people get more and more dependent 
on this type of technology. It's all leading to that point. A lot of people are already calling to be, to be chipped. They want these microchips. They want to make their lives easier. They want to be, oh, I, I've evidently realized too hard. They, they need to have everything just open in front of them as they're coming in the door and, and everything turn on as they go into a room and, 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 and all of this stuff. And there, a lot of people are begging. They want this stuff. They, they, they want it all to be internalized. Well, you can't lose it anymore. It's all, you know, digitized, all the, you know, no more cash, no more, you know, that's another goal. And these neural implants are going to affect you on, on a spiritual level. You are not going to be fully human anymore. You are going to be part machine, part human. And Jesus Christ didn't come back to save a cyborg. He didn't come back to save cyborgs. He didn't come back to save Nephilims either. What's the other thing? Well, foreign DNA in the vaccines. Only God knows what they're injecting into people now with these foreign vaccines. I mean, we know what they're telling us, but we know that the people behind the vaccines are pure evil. So only God knows what other kind of foreign DNA are in the vaccines. I mean, we know they've used things like aborted babies. Okay, that's been documented over and over. Way over 13 um, vaccines off aborted babies, human diploid cells. Green disease, green Reese's monkey kidneys, chicken embryos, um, you name whatever witch concoction brew over her cauldron that you could possibly think of, eye of newt, whatever, humanly, um, genetically modified um, proteins, all types of Frankenstein-ish, sorry, just invented that word, preparations that they're putting into the vaccines and you get injected and you think that that's not affecting you on a spiritual level at all you have no idea what that could be doing you on a spiritual level seriously you have no idea they're all evil all the vaccines they're all evil they're all defiled it's all pharmacia that's my that's my opinion that is, that is the most wicked faction of the medical um, cartels. And it is so incredibly important for them to impose mandatory vaccinations on the populace at some point. It's all building toward that. That's where we're going with this. And I've done umpteen studies on that, um, proving this and the, the wickedness of the vaccines. And, and um, you know, so there's a lot of ways they're trying to get you. There's a lot of ways Satan's trying to get your soul is basically what it boils down to. Get you nice and chipped up. Get your neural implant. Get in a whole bunch of foreign DNA, Nephilim or whatever type of, of defiled DNA flooding into your system. Foreign animals, genetically modified proteins. Only God knows what them putting into you. And you think that's not going to affect you spiritually? Now, I'm not, I'm not coming down on my listeners. I'm just saying people in general that don't have a clue about this or don't think there's anything wrong with this. I'm telling you, <laughs> you look at I Am Legend with Will Smith. Who are the ones that all turned into zombies? Well, the ones that got the, the vaccination that, that was cultured off the measles, that, that, was, um, that cured all cancer. Yeah, cured all cancer, but it turned almost everybody into a zombie. Do you think that could have been the New World Order communicating to you about vaccines? And that's not the only show that's portrayed people that got vaccinated as the ones that, you know, 
Maybe it's not a literal zombie. Maybe it's just you're dead inside at some point. And then not only that, but what if they do this? What if they give you a vaccine and then it's binary or tertiary in its action? Meaning, oh, okay, sure, you take it. You don't feel really different. And then all of a sudden one day they chemtrail, a real special chemtrail for you. And that binary agent in the chemtrail, meaning there has to have one part in the chemtrail and what's already in your body from the vaccine, they combine and then that's what activates it. Or maybe it's a tertiary agent. Maybe it's water, air, and vaccine. And then that's what activates it. Now all of a sudden you don't really care about God at all. You really don't care about anything. You're apathetic to it all. I'm not talking about becoming unsaved as opposed to being saved, but I'm just saying it's not something I want to mess around with. Knowing the wickedness behind all of that that I just mentioned. It's something I would highly and strongly advise you to stay away from and to expose and to educate others and to research if you need to research it. Just keep vaccination and the keyword search. I mean, I, I put out every health newsletter at the top anymore. It's all on the vaccines. Every bit of it. You know, just stuff like there's no way I can cover it all. But it's, it's that bad and it's that in your face at this point. So um, let's go further here. Now this is a clip. I'm not, again, I'm not endorsing Alex Jones on this. But what he said here, a lot of the things in this eight minute clip is is true. I mean, it's, it's validatable. It's verifiable. It's true. I glean from Alex Jones like I would glean from a CNN news report that could be verified. Okay, meaning a report that, okay, CNN is corrupt, yes, but this report can be verified, has been verified by alternative media. There's no doubt about it. Okay, so sometimes I play those types of clips, but this is, this is what he covers here um, is, is some just things that we're dealing with right now. For now, for InfoWars.com, this is a hardcore globalist takeover to destabilize humanity. Wake up to it, get involved, say no to it, and continue to spread the word about alternative independent media that transcends left and right. Now, what I'm going to do is, after this is out, I'm convinced because I really like Alex Jones's really raspy, gravelly voice from being on air all those years. And I'm going to go out, and I'm going to do like Rock, Rock Hudson did. I heard he did this a long time ago. He went out into the wilderness, and he just screamed over and over and over and over until his vocal cords were so gone that when he came back to Hollywood, he had a nice, deep, masculine voice. Now, I'm, this is a true story. That really did happen, according to what I heard. I mean, I don't think he's the only one that didn't do that in, in uh, Hollywood. But I think that in order for me to go to the next level and have that really raspy, gravelly, irritating voice, that I need to do that. So I apologize to my listeners that I haven't done this ever. And I'm going to get right on that. And next time you hear me, I'll be a new man. Right. And it's just about preserving human dignity, human liberty, and empowering everybody. But to empower everybody, you got to have free will. You got to have some winners, some losers, and you got to have free association to choose in the free market what you like, what you believe, and then the great people together. I'm sorry, I'm playing the wrong part of this, okay? Um, let me go back and start at the beginning of this. Dot com. Now, as you know, a few days ago in Oregon, there was another tragic shooting, 10 people dead. 
the man uh, who shot uh, and killed at least 10 people on Thursday openly asked people if they were Christians, just like Columbine, and if they said yes and wouldn't recant their faith, killed them. But there is almost no corporate mainstream media reporting on that fact. It's buried in local newspapers. Imagine if someone went in and asked if they were, quote, gay, and then shot them if they were. You would have guilt being projected onto all libertarians, all conservatives, all Christians, as if we had committed the crime. But instead... Absolutely. Absolutely. Or if they had asked him, are you um, Muslim? Or any kind of pro-evil. It would have been front page, and you would have better believe they would have made sure this guy was labeled a Christian. Made sure that he is like, you know, uh, right down the line, Sunday school attending, Sunday morning, Wednesday night service attending, good, straight up Baptist Christian. He's the one that killed. In fact, you know, like he could have went in and said, okay, are you gay? Are you pro-Muslim? Are you pro-abortion? If they would have answered to the affirmative of any of that, then blown their brains. Can you imagine? Can, can you imagine? I mean, we would still, it would be the number one story worldwide guaranteed worldwide for months on end in order to demonize all christians everywhere as though we would be responsible for one man's actions that does not represent christianity it's being covered up just like the racist crazy black guy shooting the white reporters and then that got swept under the rug this is all part of the larger social engineering but in a chilling development president obama in multiple speeches has said we need to look at solutions not just more legislation but solutions like australia and the uk had well those solutions in the 90s were total gun confiscation in fact the real crocodile dundee this was in the nra magazine over a decade ago the real this is why they're they're staging all of these events and these are i believe they are staged or, or they're or at bare minimum they're enabling these people, or they're MK Ultra mind controlled slaves they've triggered. Whatever, I think it's a combination thereof of all. But it's it's ultimately just to totally take and disarm the American populace. That is one hundred percent the reason why all this is happening. Bill Crocodile Dundee, that the movie was based on, famous trapper, famous outdoorsman, refused to turn in his guns, and the police came and killed him in his home. He shot three of them. But this is where gun confiscation goes: is into firefights. And this is the type of civil war they want to start. They project this guilt onto gun owners for mass shootings that kill 167 people a year on average. 167 people out of 330 million people. It's one of the rarest forms of death, a mass shooting. 11,000 die a year and change, sometimes 12,000 from guns. Most of them are suicides. Then the next statistic, look it up, is cops shooting criminals. Then it's citizens shooting criminals. Way down there at the bottom is criminals shooting citizens. That's the truth. We're in a society. And here it is from Breitbart. Obama goes beyond mere gun control, hints at confiscation. And then it's got his quotes here saying we need to do basically what our friends and allies have done, Great Britain, Australia, and others like it. And so he goes into talking about going beyond legislation. We are going to be going into that report very soon. Shifting gears, talking about weapons in the hands of, quote, good guys. I'm not saying the Russians are perfect, but compared to ISIS or Al-Qaeda, they are the good guys. They're being attacked. Their only warm water port in the, in the Mediterranean is being attacked. Syria is being attacked. They're being attacked by IS-type terrorists. 
in Tajikistan and in uh, other areas south of Russia, uh, places like Chechnya. So the Russians have gone in and are actually targeting al-Nusra, which is al-Qaeda, which is the command group of ISIS. And they're also targeting ISIS, and they're releasing uh, the drone footage of those successful attacks taking place. Our government on record funded all the radical Islamists to go into that area. There are no moderate rebels. They're trying to turn Syria over to Saudi Arabia that already conquered Syria in the last century. So they've taken... Okay, again, this is just totally confirming all the stuff we've just covered on ISIS in Syria and, and, and in, in, in the Middle East um, in the previous just couple parts here. Syria before. Let's go to this article. Russian Air Force destroys terrorist command center, says the defense ministry, and releases the video and says that they have hit at least 20 times, 20 sorties against Islamic State. You can see the photos, the video, uh, all of it. It should be American pilots. Yeah, amen, uh, amen. Bombing Al-Qaeda. And, of course, I made a big deal about this on Friday because it was a huge deal. I showed everybody Reuters reporting on it where it openly admitted Reuters that Al-Nusra is the name of Al-Qaeda in Syria and that the Russians' first target they hit uh, on Wednesday of last week with more than 30 attacks was Al-Nusra command bases, and they actually said, which is an Al-Qaeda group. And so our government criticized Russia for striking Al-Qaeda. This is how upside down all of this has gotten 14 years after 9-11. But the truth is we went after Iraq for 9-11 when Saudi Arabia has been proven to have been involved with our government. So they used the attacks of 9-11 to go after Iraq to destabilize the whole Middle East, and then the very people involved in it are now have proxy wars taking over. Let's shift gears now out of that situation to something I warn pregnant women about all the time because I know families, this has happened to in Austin, I know families across the country that have told me about it and sent me their horror stories. About a third of the marijuana tests they give pregnant women turn out to be false positives. But so what if a woman has been smoking marijuana? Is it better to take their kids away from them? And now it's back in the news up on Infowars.com. New mothers tested for drugs without their consent by some Alabama hospitals. A woman who tested positive for drugs in a hospital can be arrested, and they take your children away. That's from all gov, and you can go read that story at Infowars.com. And the reason I'm just bringing that in here is showing how there's a whole predator system. While the government ships in the majority of the drugs, the big banks launder the drug money, that women aren't being told when you go in to have a baby at a hospital, they're going to test you for more than 15 drugs from prescription to illegal. And then they're going to ask you, do you have a prescription for this? Or why are you smoking marijuana? They're not reading you your rights. They're not telling you that they're working with the police, that they have a health department computer terminal, but they're entering all that data in. They're not telling you when they send your husband into the next room to fill out. It's all a big brother scam to get your kid away from you so they can get your kid taken from you, get him into CPS's hands, get him into that child sex slave, whatever. Only God knows what they're going to do to him. I'm telling you, it's all a big satanic scam with, especially if you're having a child. I mean, you are, you are in, man, you've got to be so careful. Paperwork, that when they ask you, you got enough money, honey? He treats you nice, honey? That they're about to put that in a health department report to send CPS to take your kids. Just like they announced if Social Security recipients direct transfer their money, they're now going to be declared incompetent and have their guns taken. 
even though they pressure you to do automatic wire transfer. This is the type of stuff that's just going on in this police state. And then finally, mothers don't have a right with their children to say no to vaccines, according to government, but trans-able, this is a serious story at Infowars.com with serious national television promoting it about how wonderful it was that this woman wanted to be blind, and so she poured Drano in her eyes, and the psychologist helped pour it in her eyes, and it's so beautiful. And shouldn't taxpayers pay for, for people that are, that are going to be on full disability because they had perfect sight and wanted to be blind? And now, if you have sight, does that hurt someone else's feelings? Because they say if you're transgendered, that someone being a father or a mother or a boy or a girl or he or she might hurt you because you're not a he or she, you're a whatever you think you are that day. Maybe a box, maybe a dog, maybe an Eiffel Tower, maybe an Easter Bunny, maybe a Keebler Elf, maybe a, a Wombat. I don't know. It's just whatever you want. I I'm actually the Wombat, okay? So if you want to know, that's, that's me. Everyone has to then follow your lead and do whatever you say and, oh my gosh, you're the boss. It's social control. But now... What if other people have sight and you don't? Should we gouge everyone's eyes out to make us equal? Absolutely. It's now reaching that insane point. When Absolutely. When Jewel Shumping had a psychologist pour drain cleaner in her eyes to blind her, the reason she gave was precisely the same justification. This is not made up. This is going on. The woman poured Drano in her eyes, and the psychologist helped her do it. It was all sanctioned. They tried it one other time and it didn't work that well. She recovered and then she this was her second time around. She was able to actually blind herself. I, I mean, the, the depravity is just incomprehensible. My transgender people who have their genitals surgically removed. And of course, now the new move is make this taxpayer funded. You can Absolutely. Go see the interview with her. We can play more of it coming up. Uh, here in, in, in future reports. I can't even watch it. With a straight face, with straight news, like this is a good thing, and you're closed-minded if you don't accept it. You're not cool. I went blind on purpose. This is and her. I don't feel it was a choice. Oh, it wasn't a choice. Go. And then it's just how sexy, how cool. So we're given all these faux rights while our basic rights are being taken away. All right, that's it. So, yeah, and it shows her walking with a, a white cane now because she's totally blind, and she did it all to herself. And she, and, But she had no choice. The, the, what it was is that she's so demon-possessed that the demon didn't evidently, in, in her eyes, or no pun intended, didn't give her any choice. You know, the demon felt so strongly that she needed to be blind for the rest of her life and a burden to not only herself but then society. Because think about it. If you if you make yourself blind, you automatically become a burden to someone else to a certain degree. I'm not saying all blind people are burdens. I'm saying, but if you're you're doing that to yourself on purpose, you are becoming a burden to other people, and and so you're literally imposing your will on other people because you want to be blind. I mean, it's just the the demon possession that I'm seeing. Um. Is, is unlike anything that you could really ever possibly describe. Now, a comment um, regarding the CPS thing that he mentioned. A listener emailed me and said, the CPS is trying to take away my friend's newborn. 
<laughs> probably over something like this that was just mentioned. My partial response to this, meaning I'm talking now, read that, okay, this is the best website with resources that they would specifically need that I would know of. And it's it's medicalkidnap.com. Medicalkidnap, one word, dot com. Not kidnapped, but just kidnap. Medicalkidnap.com. And then you'll see a tab there that says resources. Click on that and there's boatloads of resources. There are boatloads of legal resources and all of other things. That's the best advice I can give you. I mean, I'm not an expert in that area, but I mean, CPS is absolutely out of total control. And I get a lot of emails about it. And this is where I, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, point people, you know. Um, next report is entitled camping on your own land can now be illegal government waging war on off-grid living um, across the u.s local zoning officials are making it increasingly difficult for people to go off the grid um, in some instances threatening people with jail time for collecting rainwater or not hooking into local utility utilities as zoning laws have increasingly targeted the off-grid lifestyle many have moved to southwestern u.s as an escape from the overzealous zoning officials uh, in Costilla County, Colorado, there's been a major influx of off-grid residents uh, to the San Luis Valley. The combination of lax zoning regulations, cheap property, and already thriving community of self-reliant off-grid homesteaders has led to many new residents. The off-grid lifestyle enjoyed an estimated 800 people is now being threatened. And this is just one in one county. Um, because a lot of other places, this has already been um, totally made illegal. So these, these places are becoming fewer and fewer where this is even allowed. Because obviously you don't have the right to do that on your own land. I mean, if you own it, you have no right to do to actually um, live there in whatever manner you see fit. No, you, have, you don't have that right. So um, in the off-the-grid lifestyle enjoyed by an estimated 800 people is now being threatened as county officials have recently made moves to essentially regulate and license the lifestyle into oblivion. Remember, they got to have Hunger Games. Where everybody's in, you know, moved into their, their corridors, their cities that they deem and will live in abject third world poverty with barely any food and barely any, you know, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, modern conveniences. And you can be very easily controlled in, in that environment. That's what that's the way they would like to turn the whole world into. And just have an ultra slave class in whatever corridors they deem fit. But they got to get you out of the country. They got to get you out of the rural areas in order to do that. And this is the this is the beginnings of that. Um, tensions boiled over during a county commissioner's meeting in San Luis, Colorado, devolving into a shouting match between homesteaders and police. One of the major points of contention is the county's attempt to ban camping on your own property. <laughs> Can't camp on your own property uh, in an effort to force the off-grid homesteaders back onto the grid because see they got to have you plugged into the matrix so anything like free energy or or if your house was literally not on the grid meaning with the electrical grid um anything like that is 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 going to be just basically made illegal and and they're increasingly i mean collecting rainwater going to prison for it i mean this is what we're dealing with people are going to prison for collecting rainwater on their own property i'm not making that up We've reported on it over and over. Uh, it's it just total insanity. Um, uh, we residents who have come to live off the grid, it's our land. Uh, these are hard, harsh economic times where we we have nowhere to go. 
I mean, they own their own land, at least. You know? Um, it says, we've been regulated out of life. Homestead of Ruth, or I'm sorry, Robin Rutan told Colorado Public Radio, I came here because I couldn't live by the codes in other regions. Uh, the county, which requires residents to have a camping permit to live in an RV or small house or other camp-style home, has started to simply refuse the renewal of these permits. This is obviously a major problem for homesteaders who live in such accommodations while building their permanent residence. They started enforcing the changes before they were actually made, resident Chloe Everhart said. Everhart said she performed uh, due diligence prior to buying her land and one of the most important aspects of the plan being a 90-day camping permit. I mean, I, to me, that's just ridiculous, but, you know, you got, you, you, you've got a... It allowed you to camp on your own land for 90 days. Without a 90-day permit, camping on residence plots is only allowed for 14 days per every three months. You know, like I said, you don't own your own land. Okay? You, you, you want to prove that to yourself? Just don't pay your property taxes. See what happens. Just your property taxes. You don't own it. I mean, God owns everything. You know, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. That's what the Bible says. But ultimately, particularly in America, you don't own your own land. You know, and and um, it, it, literally, if something's in your name, all it does is make you a target. That's basically what happens, especially when it comes to real estate or house that you can't move. You know, you become a target. And um, but just as Everhart was arriving, the Board of Commissioners instructed the Planning and Zoning Commission to no longer issue camping permits. So now they're not even letting them do any camping. <laughs> I mean, this is total insanity. You don't you don't own you 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 can't do whatever you want to on your land. You know, unless you're plugged into the grid in the way we think that you need to be plugged into the grid and, and have a permanent structure on that land. You can't no. So in spite of her best efforts, Everhart is now an outlaw. The vilification of people who choose to live an alternative lifestyle is becoming extremely commonplace in modern America. People have a right to use the land that they own in a manner they see fit to use the technicalities of the law to essentially evict people from the land they own reeks of tyrannical outreach and oppression of personal liberty. Yes, thank you, uh, Obama and the New World Order. And here, um, to our illustrious commander-in-chief, except I'm not going to... Well, let me see... I can cover. Yeah, I, I've got time. Obama goes beyond mere gun control and hints at confiscation. When President Obama spoke in reaction to the heinous October 1st attack on uh, Yumpiqua Community College, he went beyond his usual calls for more gun control and suggested instead that America consider following the path blazed by Australia and Great Britain in the mid-1990s. Australia and Great Britain both instituted that they were virtually... Um, they're instituting virtual complete bans on firearm possession. Obama referenced the bans as thus. We know that in other countries, in response to one mass shooting, uh, they have been able to craft laws that almost eliminate mass shootings, which is a total lie from the pit of hell. Friends of ours, allies of ours, Great Britain, Australia, uh, countries like ours. So we know there are ways to prevent it. So he's heavily, heavily, heavily hinting now at not just gun registration, but we're talking total gun confiscation in America, because that's the only way you would be able to pull this off, is gun confiscation, there's no way people would voluntarily turn over their firearms, he's been the, the greatest firearm salesman that America has ever known, ask any gun shop, 
and you think that people are going to turn over their firearms in mass with that fork-tongued devil, especially him, at the helm. They're out of their minds. Um, and Obama is not the only one who suggested taking a gun-free approach to the American life. The uh, anti-Second Amendment mes message was also pushed by Slate, Fox, and Dan Savage. I can't even repeat what Dan Savage said, whoever, whoever that guy is, but you know he's just an absolute total demon-possessed maniac, as far as I could see. For example, on October 1st, Slate ran a story reminding readers that when Australia enacted their gun ban in response to an attack on the April 28, 1996, wherein a gunman opened fire on tourists in a seaside port in Port Arthur, Tasmania. 35 were killed and 23 were wounded in the attack. 12 days later, Australia's government banned guns for good. So just remember, it, it's for them, it's just one mass shooting. Typically, these mass shootings always occur in gun-free zones. Just one mass shooting away of them doing this or trying to get them to pull this off. You, you, you might think, well, there's no way, but they're getting so aggressive with their agenda. I'm not going to put anything past Obama anymore. Um, him and Hitlery both are calling for this big time. Total gun confiscation, total gun bans. Okay, we're going to look at Hitlery next. Um, uh, I think, what is... Rush Limbaugh calls her Hildebeast. I've heard her called Hillbillery. Anyway, um, on October 2nd, Vox explained that Australia confiscated 600,050 600, guns uh, via a mandatory gun buy pro, uh, buyback, which forced gun owners to hand their firearms over for destruction. Well, they didn't have near as many guns as we have. So obviously they weren't in Australia as... Um, I don't know, fanatical, I don't know, about firearm ownership as we are here in America. I mean, 650,000 guns, we got way more than that. Way, 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 way more. So, in other words, it wasn't as hard of a nut to crack in Australia or evidently in Britain. Okay? Here it's a whole other animal, other different animal. And as people wake up more and more and more, they realize we've got to do this before more people wake up. Because more people are waking up because the agenda is so flagrant, it's so in your face, and what that's doing is driving people more to, to um, buy guns and to stock up on ammo. And so they realize the longer they let that go, the more of a, the more of a uh, problem that they're going to have to ultimately address in the future. Uh, now Vox, whatever news outlet that is, did not mention that firearm-related murders and non-negligent homicide began plummeting in America, also in the mid-1990s, but in America, the decrease in violent crime did not correlate with a ban, uh, with a gun ban, but with a rapid expansion in the number of guns privately owned. And you look at Kennesaw, Georgia, which requires every household there to have a gun in its possession, and their crime rates, their murder rates, and all that are, are, are just so infinitesimal. So much less than, than the um, average norm. And it's because everybody's armed there. And if a criminal breaks into a house there, he knows that there's a good chance he's going to get shot. So they steer clear of Kennesaw. I have a listener who is, who is a, a high-level police officer in that area that can, has confirmed this to me as well about Kennesaw. 
Um, guns in the hands of law, law-abiding, lawful people are a probably the greatest deterrent against crime. Because a criminal wants to go, wants to know that he's going to live to rape, steal, kill, and pillage another day. If he knows he's going to be looking down the barrel of a gun, breaking into a house, there's a very, very low likelihood, unless he is highly, highly motivated or highly, highly desperate, that he is going to break into that house. He's going to move on to some place that's been disarmed, preferably, like gun-free zones, which are where you always see these mass shootings happen because there's no guns to fire back. It's just, it's just common sense, you know, as, as all that we're really talking about here. Um... But so, our rapid decrease in violent crime did not correlate with a gun ban, but with the rapid expansion in a non- number of guns privately owned. This, it's a statistical fact. The Congressional Research Service reported that the number of privately owned firearms in America went from 192 million, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot, uh, in 1994 to 310 million privately owned firearms in 2009. Okay, so... Um, then subsequently, the firearm-related murder and non-negligent homicide fell from 6.6 per 100,000 in 1993. I mean, it's this big, gigantic epidemic problem. It was only 6.6 per 100,000 firearm-related murder and non-negligent homicide. 6.6 per 100,000 in 1993. It wasn't even a problem then. But that dropped to... 3.6 per 100,000, which is almost half by the year 2000. That's just seven years later. And then finally it dropped to 3.2 um, firearm-related murder and non-negligent homicide deaths, 3.2 per 100,000 in 2011. So it keeps dropping. But where you have the gun-free zone is where everybody's getting killed and all the mass shootings are occurring. What's the answer? Arm the people there. Let people concealed carry in those those places. Because obviously that's where, don't make them advertise that they're not gun-free zones anymore. Anybody with a half a brain in their head would do that. But they think that everybody's so stupid and so satanically dumbed down that they're just going to buy whatever propaganda is put in front of them. A lot of people do. But more people are waking up every day to the truth about this. Hillary Clinton, next report, Hillary Clinton. Oh, hold on. I don't know if I have enough time for this. Ugh. Yeah, I do. Um, Hillary Clinton calls for mass movement to eradicate Second Amendment and will never relent in the war of the Bill on, uh, in the war on Bill of Rights. Hillary Clinton is calling for a national movement to stand up to the NRA. And the gun lobby. Euphemisms for attacking and rolling back the Second Amendment. Clinton acknowledged passing laws designed to chip away at the constitutional right of Americans to own firearms will be a political mountain to climb, but said, if elected, she will never relent. I I just, no matter what, I just pray to God neither her nor Obama. <laughs> I, I understand that, that God's in control, but I, I just pray to God, you know, that Obama doesn't stay in office and Hillary doesn't, get in there um obviously I, I can't imagine a more horrific uh scenario than obama staying in office or, or hillary 
being in there. I, I just, ugh. I mean, these are these are stone cold psychopathic serial killers that that are just all they are is demon possessed vessels of Satan. That's all they are. Um, she said, but you don't get anything done in this country if you don't start calling it out. <laughs> Clinton said, I love it when Satan gives me a morality lesson, like Obama or Clinton. Satan, it's like Satan giving you a morality lesson because they know what's best, obviously. She then exploited the child victims of gun violence. In other words, the victims of psychopaths, virtually all on psychopathic drugs, psychotropic drugs. Yeah, and that go to gun-free zones. Like, that's my fault, you know. We need to make every politician who sides with them to look into the eyes of the parents whose children have been murdered because they're in gun-free zones, so they're sitting duck targets, that's why, and explain why they listened to the gun lobbyists instead. Because it was the gun lobbyists' fault. They were the ones that were behind this when they had nothing to do with it. Whereas if people were lawfully armed in these venues, when these people came in the door, they would have been killed. So it's the exact opposite of what she's saying, as usual. She went on to characterize the effort to hamper and eventually eliminate the Second Amendment as, quote, constitutional. She says, there are a lot of ways for us to have constitutional legal gun restrictions. My husband did. He passed the Brady Bill, and he eliminated assault weapons for 10 years. So we're going to take them on. We took them on in the 90s. We're going to take them on again, end of quote. I just saw another thing of her in a town hall meeting, this old guy asking her about total ban on guns, and she's like, yeah, that's something we need to consider. Something we need to consider. So... You know, the, these people are just pure evil. Um, let me see here. All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, end part two here and go to, I believe, our third and final part next. So God bless you and see you in part three.